This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, Al says we're rolling. Here we go. It's a... Help me out. Tuesday. Tuesday morning podcast. Wow, I forgot my parking again yesterday by 32 minutes. 32 minutes? Got a ticket four minutes prior to actually paying oh. for it. Killer. Just that is a killer. killer. When you look at the time oh, and you look at when you put it, it put in the parking. You know, the problem is, and no one else cares I know about this, but the, the biggest issue with what's happened with the parking now is not so much that we got to park a couple blocks away. It's that it's a couple blocks away. It's not easy to go out and refill. Right. As opposed to being downstairs. Correct. So yeah, ticket yesterday. I'm on. I'm up to four now that I got to pay four unpaid parking. Two hundred and sixty dollars for the parking tickets right wow. now. Wow, I got to pay for that. Sucks. How are you? That is uh, that does suck, Jerry. Uh, good. You are uh, out tomorrow. Is that a rupture situation? Correct. I'm going to Penn State tonight for oh, tomorrow. Penn State. Yes. You take a plane to Penn State, or they drive? No, they actually take a bus, and I can't go with the team because they're leaving too early. So I will drive there tonight. You will. Yeah. What time will you expect to hit the road? Uh, six ish. Okay. Does that work for you? You go Parkway to 78? I don't know. Oh. Wherever Google Maps takes me. Yeah. I Although no I do have something going on at home. It's it's possible I could get up and drive there at 6 a.m. tomorrow. I'm not sure yet. All right. In which case, I could listen to the Boomer and Geo show. Right. Which perfect. Which would be very weird. That is very weird. I see. Yes. yes uh, on, on times when I've uh, had to leave early or... It's odd. It's very strange. I don't... Pref- I prefer not to do it. I agree. I'd uh, rather just not know what's going on coming the next yes. day. Like, uh, you know, we take different vacation days now. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, I'll be down the shore in the summer, and Gina will wake up and say, you're not putting the show on? I go, no, it's so weird. I, you're unplugging. I, yeah, I don't want to be it, – it's uncomfortable to watch when I'm not there. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. And I know I know Boomer's gotten on Greg for that when he goes – when he's on vacation, he kind of distances himself too because he's on Geo. vacation. I get that. That's fine. So, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, Jerry, I ran a poll based on a um, conversation we had on the warm-up show, which comes after this podcast. Okay. And uh, the way that came up is in the warm-up show, I was discussing uh, Van Halen, David Lee Roth versus Sammy Hagar, yes. that situation. So I ran a poll, which Van Halen was better? Oh, that's easy. Because you prefer... For me, it's Sam Hager, Sammy Hagar, and I get destroyed for saying that. So I'm right. going to say 90-10. Right, so people were very angry. Like, why are you even running this poll to the... It actually went seventy five twenty five. Okay, so a quarter of the people a better than I thought. A quarter of the people prefer Sammy Hagar, right? And it probably depends when you grew up with them, right? Sure. So if you were like for me, the MTV era was David Lee Roth, and then even the David Lee Roth solo career. But I think there's no argument that Sammy Hagar's solo career was better than David Lee Roth. You think? Well, I guess there would be an argument. 
because David Lee Roth has had more of the video hits in that yeah. era, but Sammy's career was much longer. I think longer. you could argue it either way. I do. I think together, even though they were not in the band at the same time, yeah, it's, it's a great band. Who was the third guy they hired? They had one semi-hit that K-Rock played. and Gary Sharon. It. it was? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Because I bought that. I remember buying that disc. Yeah, they did one album with Gary Sharon. There was one good song. I remember K-Rock played it. I don't like, remember This it. is not terrible. It was like in the mid-90s, I want to say. I was driving here. Well, the Queens at the time. So maybe late 90s. Or early 2000s. Or early 2000s. I'm going to say early 2000s. It might have been because I was driving a, I was working at this station. Yeah. And I remember listening to it on the Staten Island Expressway with the windows down and like, I like this. I wonder what else is on the disc. They found a new guy, Gary Sharon. And I didn't like the rest of the disc. Gary Sharon, I believe, was in the musical group Extreme. Okay. Who sang more than words. Remember that slow acoustic jam? Yeah, I do remember that. That ballad? That was extreme? Yeah. And supposedly that was that song was you know a huge hit for them, was unlike any other song. They were a hard rock and right, band. Right, right. And they had a hit with more than words. Well, it's like Linkin Park with Shadow of the Day. So opposite of anything else they sung. Yeah. Sometimes those become hits. Sometimes that's what people like. You never know. So uh, interesting that we bring this up today, Jerry, because right here I have a, a, a survey that finds that it says you find your favorite band around the age of 13 years old would you say that's true for you well, who is your favorite band um you have one or two that you could throw out there yeah i mean if you gave me i mean well red 13. hot chili peppers i would say yeah, but i wasn't 13 right you were older when um <laughs> sex blood sugar magic that disc right? yeah that had to be around 91. that was 91 i think yes that's when i got into them so i was 17 13, I no, I don't think I'm well, all 13 I was into Van Halen, 100%. So if you told if you asked me my top 4 or 5, it would be the Chili Peppers and and Van Halen right off the bat. When you were 13 or or just in general? Van Halen at 13, but the Chili was Peppers that, at 17, I really got into them. Was that Sammy Hagar Van Halen at 17 for you? Yeah. Yeah. I like David Lee. I was fine with the but I really like that new to me it was a new sound. I like both of those. I like them both almost equally. Yeah, I don't like them equally. If you give me two different discs, I'd rather listen to, you know, OU812 or the F-U-C-K album, right. 5150. I like those better, but I can listen to both. Um, so those two probably, in from the 13 to 17 range, probably be my favorites. But then your main band that you love the most is Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah. was later. So you yeah. found your band at 17. Yes, because they continue to churn out hits. Yeah. So I would say so, yes. I think mine was 17 then as well, because uh, that's when I really got into Bruce Springsteen and The Replacements. And when I was 13, I loved Ozzy okay. and Leonard Skinnerd. I got into Leonard Skinnerd, but again, I got into Leonard Skinnerd when I was 17, 18. Yeah. Bob Dylan, I, got, I can't believe I'm saying this. I got into Bob Dylan when I was 14. And to this day, still, I don't know why I love that music. So that is right in that age ballpark why. of 13. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is. I mean, Van Halen, Bob Dylan. It's the, To me, it's that 13 to 17-year period. Because 17 for me is when I really started listening to music a lot more when you're driving. Right. And that is when you join the stupid Columbia House Club, which we've talked about. And all of a sudden, you pick out 13, 14, 15, however many CDs it was, and one's coming every month, and then you sign up with another name, and you get another 13 of them, or however many it was, for a penny. Um, that was really when I got into music, more so, I would say. 
Yeah, it's probably about that time. How do you suppose they afforded that? Give you thirteen records because you had for a, a penny. They forced you into buying more for thirty five dollars a disc. After that, <laughs> they made up their money. You think so? Yeah, I think so. You know, what I got into when I was sixteen too was the Beatles. You I discovered a, the Beatles. Yeah, I had a friend of mine that came over whose parents were hardcore Beatles fans, and I remember the whole family was over in the summer, and he's like, "Yeah, you ever listen to the Beatles?" I'm like, "No." I mean, I knew their music. I remember just listening to some of the stuff. I'm like, wow, I know this song. Oh, I know this one. I know that one. Next thing you know, I was at the record store down the block from me, around the corner. I bought, um, what was it? it was, what was the one, the double album? Wasn't the white the, album? No, wasn't. Um, it was like the greatest hits one, the red album or the blue album. I'm trying to think. They were the doubles. The one that had uh, Yellow Submarine on it. What album was Yellow Submarine on? Whatever album that was, and the one with When I'm 64 and The Adventures of Mr. Kite. Oh, that was uh, Sergeant that? Peppers. That's it. That was the album I bought. And I think Yellow Submarine was on Yellow Submarine. Oh, is that true? I, I don't believe even remember. so. So that's, those were the uh, the discs I bought then, or cassettes. I don't even remember. Might have been cassettes, cassettes right. at that point still. So I got into the Beatles at that point. Right. That's when you were starting to discover the older music yes. as well. What, you know, one of my favorite bands was in the beginning was the Turtles. Flo and Eddie. Because my my dad, when he was working for Members Only back in the day, they were the big lead sponsor for the concert at the Arts Center. And we sat like second row. And I actually knew the music. For the Turtles. In the early, whenever that was, in the early to mid-80s. Happy Together was their yes, big Yes, it was hit. the Happy Together tour. I want to say 1984, <laughs> I think it was. They were DJs on K-Rock for a while. For, they were the midday that. show. Oh, I didn't know that. Or afternoon, maybe That's afternoons. True. Yeah, I probably Flo and Eddie. They were the, the the turtles did that. How about that? And they did a Bob Dylan song, which they recorded. I believe they had a hit with "It Ain't Me, Babe." There you go. How about that? So, was there a band that you had seen their records and always wondered what they sounded like, but never heard them when you were younger? Like for me, I would see these Led Zeppelin records and the Black Led Zeppelin. Sabbath. Yeah, Black Sabbath. Yes. So yeah. you were aware of them. Yeah. They seem dark and evil. I had a friend of mine who loved them and wore the Black Sabbath T-shirts, and I never knew what the hell it was. Yeah, yeah. That and then when I don't think until I went to oh, I started spending summers in Long Beach Island with him and his family um, in my early teens, mid-teens, whatever it was, and that's when I started listening to Black Sabbath a little bit. I remember the the we had albums, yeah. of Black Sabbath. Like, man, that looks like. But he was also the guy that evil. got me into Anthrax, which I listened to. I had a time period of listening to that crap. Which I kind of liked. Like my friend John used to used to listen to Slayer. Sure. And I still don't know a single Slayer song, other than the title "Rain in Blood" because okay. I remember that being bizarre. <laughs> like I would have no idea what they sound like now. <laughs> but those, some of those records they were not like because they weren't on the radio. Right. Right. And you would see them in the record stores, and or the weird kids in school that would have the t-shirts on the ones that wore but, the black shirts. Yeah. But you didn't really know what the music was about. Right. Yeah. What was the first musical t-shirt you had? Um, I think I had a Leonard Skinner one. Okay. Or I, don't, I don't remember personally. Might've been the Eagles, but I really don't yeah. remember. I do. I'd be, Oh no. Quiet. Right. I do remember. What was the oddest one you had? The oddest t-shirt like rock t-shirt. That seems strange that you would have that band. I had an Anthrax shirt. Yeah. I bought one of those. That was the time period my mom was worried about me. But that seems like a cool one. 
It was, but no one knew what it was. Did you ever have the three-quarter sleeve concert shirts? Where they were black with the I had white a black sleeves? Sleeve, no, I had black sleeves, white shirt. And I want to say that was for Don Henley. <laughs> See, that's an odd one for a concert shirt. I think it was Don Henley. Like that was I, 1989. I had a Genesis long-sleeve T-shirt. Sure. That's a strange one to have. I guess. Yeah, I suppose. So when you had the Anthrax T-shirt, your parents were worried about My you? mom was, yeah. How so? Because she would hear the music. Like, what oh. is that? I think she preferred me to listen to rap music than that because I think she thought it was the devil music. Oh, yeah, definitely devil music. And yeah. rap music wasn't the vulgar rap music. Not that it is now. Either we didn't know where to find it or it didn't exist in our Well, world. Naughty by Nature. Was it Naughty by Nature? No. Um, Two Live Crew, right? Oh, yes, yes. They were pretty You're graphic. Right. That was very graphic. But it wasn't... It wasn't like every rap song you hear now. Even on the radio, there's so many bleep outs yeah. in the songs that it's it's disturbing in a way. I mean, I, listen, I, I'm, I travel with a basketball team. A lot of these guys listen to it. My kids listen to it. Um, a lot of high school kids listen to it. You know, white, black, doesn't matter. And you hear it. You kind of get used to it. There's, there's some songs I really do like. There are others. I sit there and shake my head like, oh, my God. Like, who decided to record this and think it's a good idea? <laughs> And the one thing, and this is a probably a, like a public forum type of conversation to have, but the one thing that really does confuse, concern, I don't even know what the right word is, that uh, that gets me is I, I the use of the N-word in these songs. I simply, I, I don't get it. I, I don't understand on any level in this day and age if it's a lot of, I don't have many, a lot of um, fans of that will say, well, it's just the way they talk to one another. Okay. But a lot of times that's not the way it's used in the songs. And, I, you know, to me, there are so many children, I don't say children, but so many um, people of uh, different ethnicities that listen to that music that I don't know how you don't get those lyrics in your head just randomly singing a song that that stuff pops into your head. What if you say it out loud one time, just be bopping through target. Are you a racist all of a sudden? If you use that word by singing the lyrics right. and some will say yes, which to me is asinine. So I, like that's the one thing about that music that I, I like it, some of it, but the lyrics, sometimes I just shake my head. Like, I don't know what we're trying to do here. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Very, very confusing to me. Yeah. Because I don't know what's right, what's wrong. Did you like Ozzy at all? Because he no. was the devil no, to I really a didn't. lot of people. I, no, I never really got I mean, Crazy Train was fine, but I never really was an Ozzy fan. Yeah. My eighth grade teacher asked me not to wear my one Ozzy shirt really? to school again. Because it was uh it was it was the uh it was a cover of uh, Ozzy with his he was on like a King's Throne shirtless with his tattoos and he had his mouth open and there appeared blood. to be like blood and guts coming yeah, out of it. That's kind of gross. Yeah. And she said, don't wear that. Oh, she, I thought it was a he. Oh no. My uh, English teacher. She said, yep, yeah, don't wear that. Yeah. I, I could see that. How yeah. old were you? Seven? Eighth grade. <laughs> eighth grade. So 13. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I would actually think in eighth grade, they'd allow you to wear that. Nowadays they would. Cause I, I claim freedom of speech or something and they'd have to let me wear it. Probably. Sure. I don't yeah. know why my mother let me wear it. That seems odd. Because she was a Black Sabbath fan. She must have knew. What was your favorite concert you ever went to? I loved Ozzy. Um, 
Like, could uh, you pick out one that you thought was the greatest concert you'd ever been to? Uh, yes, I would say only because of the effect it had on me afterwards. I would say when I, I saw Bruce Springsteen at Nassau Coliseum okay. in 1988. That's when I first got into that. So I would give that one. How about you? I don't know. You don't have one? No. I don't. I have my least favorite one. Oh, okay. That was Bob Dylan at the Art Center. I don't know what the hell he was doing. Because you were like, what is this? It was horrendous. I, I have a few of them. That one, the Spin Doctors at the Art Center, was horrendous. Really? That was awful. Why? Because they reminded us they were the Spin Doctors in between every song. We are the Spin Doctors. Oh, shut up. Got it. Okay. And it, it was okay. It was not a great concert. Were they, the, then, were they the headliner? Yeah. Oof. If you're the headliner, you shouldn't have to be they reminding. They had that one album, though, remember? Yeah. They were, Little Miss Can't Be Wrong, Two Princes, yeah. Jimmy Olsen's Blues. They, maybe they weren't the headliner. Maybe they were the opening act for someone. I don't remember. And then we uh, a night with um, Crosby, Stills, and Nash. No young. Oof. But it was acoustic, and I didn't know that. Yeah. Holy crap, was that awful. Where was that at? At the Art Center. <laughs> That's pretty. Art Center and the Garden are the only two places I've really seen concerts. I don't... No, I went to the the Man Music Center in Pennsylvania and saw Leonard Skinnerd. We sat front row right by the speakers. I'm amazed I still have my hearing. That was fun, but wow, was that loud. What about MetLife? Did you ever see anything out of MetLife? Yeah, I saw Bruce Springsteen at MetLife Stadium. I left. I did, I did not enjoy it. Did a lot of riffing, riffing, whatever you call it. A lot of riffing, it. yeah. He did a lot of that. Uh, I didn't care for that. Uh, and I wasn't, like, the Bruce fans were going crazy. I left. Dave Matthews, the art, oh, again, at the metal ends. I left that one, too, because he was doing a lot of that jamming. crap. He wasn't playing his music. Right, they're jamming. That bothered me. And I saw Billy Joel and Elton John together at uh, Giant Stadium. That's a good Sat one. Sat way up, last row, as far away from the stage as you could possibly be. But the sound was great, and that was a pretty good one. So I saw those three concerts there at the stadium. Yeah, stadium shows are not great. No, because it doesn't sound great. No, you can't see. Right. That's part of it, too. It's tough. I think anywhere else for, yeah, that's probably it. I never, I never went to Long Island for a show. Manhattan, just the garden. No, I never went. I've never been to, like. Um, what about smaller venues, like Stone Pony? Never been there. Never been there. I went and hmm, I saw Vertical Horizon. At a bar, I don't know where the hell it was, down the Jersey Shore when I was doing FM 106.3. And it was, a maybe there were 200 people there. And it was, what was the name of the song? Everything You Want, I think. Like the only song they had. Everything yes. You want, it was like they played that, the place went nuts. And then they went into all these other songs no one knew. And then they played that again to end. <laughs> it was and great. Gentlemen, one more time. It was great. Actually, everybody loved it. But yeah, no, but I've never been to the Stone Pony. wonder what bar it was down there. I don't remember. It was. It wasn't very big. Was it a dump? No, it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. I don't. I don't remember what town it was in. I just know one of the girls I knew from the radio station. She opened. She was like an acoustic, uh, blues type singer. She was really good. She went on to become Cheryl Crow. She did not. Oh, Cheryl Crow at the in Atlantic City. That was a very good show. That was actually a really good show. I do like the casino shows. So do I. As if, especially if you're staying over. Because yeah. it feels like I'm not driving there. I'm not fighting parking. I'm yep. not fighting to get in, to get out. Agreed. Smooth. The only the only thing about that, though, I forget who it was. We I took my wife to see someone at Foxwoods. God damn, I can't think of her name. And um, it was a 9 p.m. show. She didn't come on until almost midnight. Oof. Yeah, oof. She fell asleep upstairs. 
Like, someone want to go get her? Yeah. And we waited, and we waited. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not leaving. Right, you paid your ticket. Yeah, that was, uh, I can't, it wasn't CR. Who the hell was it? Oh, whatever, don't matter. Hmm. Not Shakira. It's like along that genre. Oh, God damn. Pink. No. Pink, Pers- I, oh, God, I wanted to see Pink. Christina um, Aguilera. No, no, you're on the right track, but no. I don't remember. Joan Jett. No, not Joan Jett. I wouldn't take my wife to see Joan oh, Jett. I would. She likes to live in the day, in the present. Oh, I see. She likes newer artists. When we saw Cheryl Crow, Cheryl Crow just had the album out. I don't oh. know if I'd go see her now. Tuesday Night Music Club. Yes. Look at you. It's pretty good right there. I know my music. I That's know the only you do. thing I know, Jerry. I've I don't always, know. I've always I don't said know that sports. about you. Like you should be doing music shows. Yeah. I do. I, I believe that. And I don't also, think you should be producing them. I think you should be interviewing. Hosting. Yeah, I do. All right. Absolutely. That I like. Yeah. And this totally out of the blue, totally different subject, though, Jerry. Uh if you're thinking about refinancing, this is not a commercial. I, I hear the, uh, I guess after the stock market tanked yesterday, yeah, that the uh, interest rates for home loans went really down. Like, oh, is that true? Yeah, they're very low. So, in one day, refinance. Well, tomorrow. they've been low, but I guess they went to their lowest I'm yesterday. At four, well, I'm at, what am I at? I think I'm at four percent. Yeah, they're at like three now. Yeah, I'm not refinancing right. for one percent. I don't think. Right, it's not worth. But, but thank you. Anybody's out there that's at six. I don't even know why you have a mortgage, Jerry. Dave Ramsey says to pay cash for your house. So, <laughs> not sure who you're listening to for your. I was watching. Advice. That's fine. Never mind. We don't have time. <laughs> oh, yeah, you don't yeah, want to yeah. get into it. I don't. I do not. Oh, it sounds exciting though. Could you tease it for tomorrow? Oh, you're out tomorrow. I am out tomorrow. So you have the warm up show with Chris Lopresti tomorrow. Okay. And the podcast with Eddie. And then Boomer's out Thursday, Friday. You're in for Boomer. Right. Is CeeLo in for you? Yes. So he's in the next three You get a lot of CeeLo because then Greg is out, I believe, next Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Right. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Hmm. You better hope something, some news breaks by next week. Why? We'll just talk music. Yes. I would love to do that. Do a music show? Yeah, it'd be awesome. You know, it's weird, though. Like, uh, uh, Satellite Radio has a music talk channel. I think it's called Volume. Okay. But... Music is so, like, you're into certain music, and if they're doing talk shows on music that you're not into, you don't want, it's not interesting to you, then you forget that they exist, and then when... Yeah. Like, I like the idea of it, talk shows about music. I think you have to, it's kind of like sports radio, you know, if I'm a Jet fan, I'm really not interested in you hearing about the Giants. Right. But you kind of bounce back and forth, and you get where you got to go, and you listen. Yeah, I just... Really, you have to sell them on you. What do you mean? As a host. Meaning I need to, yeah, like I want to be engaged by listening to you. Oh, I got you. Now, I don't want to hear you talk about Beethoven, but if you're if you're talking about Cheryl Crow one moment and the next moment you're talking about the Moody Blues, I'm interested either way because you're doing it. Got it. So you got to sell me on your personality because if you don't, you suck. Right. It doesn't matter what your topic is. Right. Exactly. I got to go. Okay, Jerry, warm up is next. See It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Right, take it to 6 o'clock. Here we go. Tuesday morning. Al Dukes, how you be? Oh, hi, Jerry. You know how, like, when I'm getting the studio ready for Boomer and Geo, I like to play music? Sure. Like, I'll play my music, then I leave the studio. Mm. Eddie does his thing. He plays his music. Yeah. Well, this morning, I was just playing random songs that I have in a playlist, and, uh, a couple of Van Halen songs came up with Sammy Hagar. Fifty-one fifty, not that one. Oh. And I realized, listen, I love both 
uh, David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar. But the Sammy Hagar Van Halen, they have a lot of wuss songs. I love the Sammy Hagar. I like that better than the David Lee Roth Van Halen. And I take a beating for that from people. Right. And they had more hits than David Lee Roth's uh, Van Halen. But, like, I can't stop loving you. Well, music oh. in general is pathetic. And, by, and and that I have on my playlist, so I like that one. Well, maybe you sing that to Gina every Friday night. I can't stop loving you. And was that one of their my big hits, goodness. though? It was a hit. Mm, it not, was a hit later so on. It was, was a later on hit. That wasn't on uh, For Unlawful Cornell Knowledge. I think it was on Balance, Jerry. Yeah, but OU812 and 412. And 5150, great album. Those three albums. Yeah. To me, are sensational. Yes. But Wuss songs, you want to go down the list of Wuss songs? I mean, honestly. No, I'm saying a Van Halen, Sammy right. Hagar year. Because that's what David Lee Roth, when he and uh, the Van Halen brothers would fight and stuff. Sure. His take was like, your songs are weak now yeah, that I'm not very, singing them. Very popular. He always used to say this to me also when, when uh, it would come up in private. He would say, I never sang any he didn't of have Sammy a Hagar to songs. sing them. Stop it. Well, meanwhile, Sammy that. Hagar was out there singing Jump in Panama. Well, because he came first. What are you supposed to do? Just them? saying. Well. Then what would you have done in this situation, Jerry? Uh, every evening as I retire to bed. At 6.30? I'm sorry, that's Eddie. <laughs> whatever time, I don't like get caught up in the details. I take a uh, medication from my belly, the acid reflux. Yeah. I normally take it sometime after dinner. Okay. Okay. So I... So, as I laid in bed last night, I thought to my head, I don't recall taking the medication. You thought to your head? I thought in my head. <laughs> a thought popped into my head. Got it. Okay. Did I take the medication? Oh, you took it twice. So, I got up and took it. Right. And the minute I swallowed it, I thought, I, maybe I did take this. That's okay. But, but, but what? But then I looked up. What if I took two of them? Nothing. It's one time is not going to kill you. It says your stomach could hurt. Maybe and you know what? As soon as well, I read you that. You talked yourself into that. Right. So would, what would you have done? Taking the double, uh, risk the double dose. Yes. Or risked not taking it, get, getting acid reflux. I would think something like that. I probably would have risked the double dose. That's what I did. Then you're fine today, aren't you? Well, I feel like my stomach's burning. Oh God, come on! I talked myself Again, right into it. Between this and your man issues that you talk yourself into, I know it's the I mean, worst. You are such a hypochondriac. I actually was going to, but I decided not to because I was running a little late this morning. I was going to stop in the CVS this morning. The new one that opened up around the corner, 24 hours? Yeah. And now I have is you in my head. CVS? No, you can't go to the store. Oh, you'll get mugged in there. I would 100%. not get mugged. There was a cop car outside. Oh, that, oh, I always go in if there's a cop car. No, you wouldn't have gone in. Like, if I drive by 7-Eleven in the middle of the night right, and I want I'm, something, I'm gonna, if I see a cop car in there, I'm going in. So if I drop you off at CVS at 3.30 in the morning one night, you'd be all right as long as you see a cop car in the area? Yes. Right in the area, yes. What if I drove away and made you walk <laughs> from there? Don't do that, Jerry. <laughs> Do you remember when uh, in the boxing match this weekend, Tyson Fury sang American Pie? Uh, I did not. I read about it. You I read did it. Not, I did not see the fight. Um, me neither. I saw the replays. I wasn't going to pay that big bucks. Yeah, what I, am I, made of money? Yeah, actually, you are. <laughs> but Don McLean's, uh, uh Tyson Fury sang American Pie, the Don right. McLean song, and TMZ caught up with Don McLean, and he loved it. How does TMZ catch up with Don McLean? But here's the other they interesting. Send someone to his house. No, they click catch. They hang out at the airport. Jesus. All right, and just randomly, they were in the right airport at the right time where Don McLean was coming <laughs> off a flight from Cabo San Lucas. I don't know, but Don McLean is uh, like 73 years old. Okay, his girlfriend is 25. God bless him. Good for him. 
Good for her. Good for you. Good for both of them. Yeah. How about well, that? Whatever, Eddie. She's got that American pie money. 73 and 25. Yeah, and she's a bikini model. Of course she is. So she's not even like a, you know, older, sold 25-year-old. He's not stupid. No. He knows what she's in for. Not, doesn't care. All of her friends and her family know what she's in for. <laughs> yeah. How do you look at yourself in the mirror every day? Maybe love sparked, Jerry. Shut up, pal. <laughs> Maybe it started that way, but then <laughs> no, love didn't. She sparked. She could be his granddaughter. Granddaughter, yeah. Really? Yeah, granddaughter, I would say. And it's not like he's a sexy 72. Not a good-looking man? <laughs> no, his hair is a mess. Well. He's a little overweight. But he's rich. He is, uh, I guess. Could you be rich off American Pie? Yes, you could. You can? How many movies that song's been in? I suppose. You suppose? I hope he wrote it, because if he didn't write it. That I don't know the answer to. I bet he wrote it. Those guys back then in the 70s, Early they 70s, wrote their stuff. Yeah. Right? He's got to be a man. He's right, 72. Writing and rec- well, did he ever do another popular song? He did, didn't he? One other. Starry, Just- Starry Night. Vin- Star- Vincent. Vincent, yes. Vincent is the name of the song? <laughs> yeah. Right. It's about Van Gogh. That sounds exciting. Do I know that song? That was you, if I played I it, would. You, would, I would, you would know it. Okay. Deontay Wilde is going to sing it at the next fight. Vincent, Vincent, starry, starry night. I My love the um, the excuse that Ooh. Deontay Wilder used that his outfit that he wore into the ring I saw that. was uh, forty pounds. It was too heavy, and then it it hurt. It um, took his legs out from under him I for the got fight. Hit an eardrum. I thought that was the problem. That appeared to be the problem. Tyson Fury was licking his blood. No, I think just being an animal, Jerry. Animal oh, instincts. Oh, disgusting. Now that would be a good, good excuse if I was boxing because. I couldn't wear something 40 pounds, but I would think Deontay Wilder does squats. You something 40 pounds would knock you over like a weeble. Right. My legs would snap. <laughs> yes, I know they would. But Deontay Wilder, I'm sure he's squatting sure. like 600 pounds in the gym. I'm sure he was fine. He lost. No, but he said the, the fight again. Well, whatever. The he legs. fight again in the summer. Let's see if he just comes out like Rocky with just a robe on. If I was him when I fight this uh, this third fight, in the summer or fourth fight, whatever fight this would be, the trilogy, third fight. Are they going to send Gio out to Vegas again? Probably. Or, do, or is this going to be overseas? I bet it'll be somewhere else. Overseas. I would come right out and uh, hold my gloves over my ears so he can't get my eardrums. <laughs> I'd come out wearing headphones. <laughs> and if I, right. And if I was working Tyson Fury's corner, I'd say, work the eardrum. Go for the eardrum. Kind of like in Rocky, the rabbit yeah. punches. Work the eardrum. Work the eardrum. Boy, do you think those words have ever been said before? Work the eardrum. Work the eardrum. They will be in in the trilogy fight. The trilogy. Fight. That's what they're calling it. Yeah. The trilogy. What was the what was the best trilogy you've ever seen? Mm, back to the back future. Back to the future. That's it. <laughs> I see. I'd like to say Beverly Hills Cop, except yeah. the third one was horrendous, terrible. So I can't. Back to the future. Back to the future was Very good. Good. The western one. Yeah, the western one was, was all good. right. Look at you. What else? Oh, this is exciting news for me. Uh, Okay. Not probably for Exciting many news people. For you. Exciting news for me uh, because I'll be making a lot of purchases when oh, this boy. happens. Uh, the Tampa Bay Bucks confirmed yesterday, Jerry, that they will be getting new uniforms come April. Wonderful. And if they. The Tampa Bay Bucks, no one cares. Oh, they care. For you. you lived in Tampa. No. No one around here. People cares. love that old Bucko Bruce pirate logo. If they could somehow incorporate that. Right. Or the orange. Get the orange back in. Oh, box. Oh, you have the box. iPhone 11? I do not. Oh. You see the story that it emits double the radiation. <laughs> I did not see that. <laughs> Google it. I have an iPhone 8 Plus, <laughs> less radiation. There you go. 
don't know which true. Double the, the radiation. I saw the story yesterday. I wouldn't keep that in my pocket. Well, what would happen to your stuff? Shrinkage. It can't be great, right? No, or the opposite. Any phone, actually. Or the opposite. It's like... Have you seen enlargement? <laughs> yeah, like how Spider-Man got radioactive waves from sp- the You're spider bite. radioactive powers yeah. for your once a week Saturday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's well, a weird noise. Did you uh, look at your uh, portfolio yesterday, Jerry, after the stock market hit the tank? I never look at it. I never look at it. I did. Not, well, yeah, I, I don't know. know why. So stupid. Why did I look? That was a tough day. We had one of the guys at Cornhole come in last night. He works on Wall Street, He sh- and he never brings beer. He showed up with a six-pack and then like a 24-ounce. I'm like, boy, I, that, this is unusual. He goes, did you see the stock market today? Yeah, brutal. I said, yeah. I, I, when I left work, it was down 800 points. He goes, yeah, how about 1,000? Oof. Because of coronavirus. But my question is this. Today, the stock market and opens. the coronavirus st- is still here. <laughs> we still have coronavirus. <laughs> They're going in the toilet again? I don't understand the stock market for the life. Walmart is going to be down one one-hundredth of a point. Stock market crash. Right, right. Why? Or they'll go, uh, the stock market is down today because uh, India is ordering less Boeing planes. <laughs> what? I don't understand. I don't even claim to pretend to understand. All right, a quick break. When we come back, uh, Al's going to break down the NASDAQ for you. And then Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. Horrendous loss for the Nets. Knicks lost to the Rockets. Uh, a lot going on with the Rangers and the Islanders. Perhaps we'll get to that. Deontay Wilder will fight Tyson Fury this summer. What else? I just realized, uh, you know, earlier in this program, 12-minute program, <laughs> earlier, I like mentioned seconds ago. <laughs> both Don McLean and Sammy Hagar. I think they're the same age. Is you that true? See... And Sammy Hagar looks how much better than Don McLean? He looks uh, awesome. I wonder if Buster S- Olney will now tweet out about Van Halen. If Sammy Hagar... <laughs> if Sammy Hagar were dating a 25-year-old, that one I would understand. But would the Don look... McLean? So does Don McLean... I haven't seen him. Does yeah. he look like a grandfather? He does. And Sammy Hagar, aside from the belly, still looks like he did 20 years ago. Looks great. Yeah. How do you think you'll look at 73? Pretty good. I think pretty good. I'm excited. You're excited. (laughs) That's the first human being that said they were excited to be 73. (laughs) Wow. Jerry, did you see, you know, we had a hand measurement situation yesterday where uh, Joe Burrow's hand was, uh, I don't know, nine inches or something. Yes. Then I saw Tua... Tago Viloa. Not bad. He has two different size hands. Okay. That's weird. Wouldn't they only well, measure you... the throwing one? Um, I guess. I don't know. This whole combine thing to me is. Yeah. I like the one where you jump up and, and try to hit the, I don't like any of it. the highest thing. You know what I like? I like to see a quarterback drop back and hit a guy. Yeah. With defenders around him. I That's do like, I like a, a non-muscular quarterback. Well, you've Tom Brady. Became like Tom Brady. Exactly. Joe Montana, no muscles. It's a different time, too. Right. How many guys, did we not lift weights back then? They did, but they ate. I don't think the nutrition was very good. Think about the times you're in. What about now? There's got to be a quarterback that's kind of soft. Mm. Eli was not. Right, like, Eli, like, definitely not, soft. Not in bad shape, but he was not ripped. Right, well, that picture uh, went around of Eli and his family on the beach, and he had a, a dad bod, as they say. Yeah, and, you know, I hate when I see like the actors and actresses, and they post these photos Ooh, so and so, and they're hot short. It doesn't look great. Hot in a lot shorts. Of cases. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. What about like a Drew Brees? Not muscular. I don't know. Why don't you find out? I say, if we haven't seen you with your shirt off, you're not muscular. Probably true, because most people like to flaunt it. Yeah, flaunt it. Joe Beningo and Evan Roberts are taking <laughs> the show on the road. 